Photo by Pixabay on Pexels.com what it's all about dash the soul its repairs and redemption. I am happy to announce. PDF version of the books. Are all available now. For free. Lighter to supernal consciousness. Welcome to God's Secret Advanced Spiritual Learning Center the University of Advanced Spiritual Studies. This is a complete teaching program that will prepare you to receive Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, begin with. The Owner's Manual to Prosperity and the Soul for Hindus, Christians, Jews, Buddhists, Muslims and anyone else then proceed with. The Definitive Biblical Phenomena. The only explanation of this. Phenomena is that it is. The Work of God. As you shall see. Then go on to. The Owner's Manual to the Soul Part 1. The Gate. Then go on to. The Owner's Manual to the Soul Part 2. The Kabbalah. Then go on to. The Divine Structure of Unfolding of. Heaven and Earth. Then to the rest of the books. This is how IT works. All the best. You need to see, learn these books exclamation mark here is your free chance my free book, God's Secret. This book really shows. US what it's all about. For most people learning in this. Path is best begun here. Ladder to supernal consciousness. Is an overview of. Everything. Including, one the owner's manual to prosperity and the soul for Hindus, Christians, Jews, Buddhists, Muslims and anyone else. 2. The Definitive Biblical Phenomena. 3. The Soul Speak. 4. The Owner's Manual to the Soul Part 1 The Gate. 5. The Owner's Manual to the Soul Part 2 The Kabbalah. 6. The Message. 7. The Book of the Angel Matatroen. 8. Book of Elohim. 9. Tefillin. The Owner's Manual. 10. The Mystical Holy Shabbat. 11. The Divine Structure of Unfolding of Heaven and Earth. 12. The Book of. Yifh. 13. Markava. The Divine Chariot. My books are living books copyright, additional supplements to these books God willing will be coming to you as emails, from the infinite divine wisdom. You can read and down. Load your free copy of. This book at this link. The letter. What you have here is 30 years of hard work, deep research into how to attain the Holy Spirit, how to attain real divine experience, unique divine providence according to the ancient methods of the biblical prophets. What follows is like nothing you have seen before. What you have here a roadmap to heaven and the upper worlds for most people learning in this path is best begun here, everyone is different so do as you are inspired but for most people after reading the text above the latter it's best to begin here. The owner's manual to prosperity and the soul for Hindus, Christians, Jews, Buddhists, Muslims and anyone else. The owner's manual to prosperity and the soul for Hindus, Christians, Jews, Buddhists, Muslims and anyone else. Chapter 1. What will God do, with me? The first thing is you need to know, recognize and see is that you are not alone, ever. If one does not believe and know that God manifests in his own life and its providence. How can he have faith in the fact that God is involved in all that happens everywhere? Every day we encounter signs that point to an active presence of spirit. Everything that happens inside and outside of us is brimming with spiritual meaning, points of connection with spirit. You need to find holiness in everyday life. By this also one may experience the mystical moment. One may see it or hear it, grasp it. Yet it has no form and is unseen and unheard being elusive and evasive. God presents Himself as the undefinable oneness. A glimpse of the divine is everywhere. Seeing the patterns emerging in life awakens us. There is meaning in what happens to us in nature and the cosmos. 
in those things others see only as chance or strange coincidence. Although they have a subtle yet undeniable and uncanny quality. Here God reveals Himself and then at once is concealed. Unfortunately, most people don't have a clue what's going on. God is always trying to make contact, but they can't perceive this. The whole universe is there to support our spiritual awareness. The universe is saturated with purpose and meaning. Our universe is directed by a powerful, creative intelligence and an ordering principle of truly astonishing power, complexity, and beauty. God can be observed in the constant regularity of the universe. We can see this wonder when looking at modern science concerning the wondrous exacting complexity at the atomic and cellular level. To the wonders of the movements of the stars, planets, and constellations. In these things also is evidence of the subtle truth of the divine in creation, of God. One of the great expressions of God is the natural flow of energy transformation in the universe. You need to realize the constancy and patterns occurring in your own life, as found in the deep nature of the universe. Awareness of this leads to recognition of one's own immutable spiritual nature. God is behind all phenomena. Everything in the universe is directed by His laws of nature. Just as our own breath. Violation of this law leads to disaster. Try stop breathing for a while. Adherence to the law is blessing, by it we remain in harmony with God and His universe. The highway to elevated consciousness exists in recognizing the sacred in everyday life. It is a process of continually practicing self-awareness, paying greater attention to the contents of everyday experiences, sensations, thoughts and feelings. The awareness of our inner and outer lives. The human psyche and the cosmic psyche, soul, are entwined and expressed through patterns that are neither imagined nor directed by us, but rather guided by the mysterious force some call God. With this awareness comes freedom and responsibility. Know that the whole activity of nature is to make one aware of their soul, and its divine nature. The goal is to manifest this divinity within. This can be done by work, as acts of kindness and other spiritual actions, developing spiritual powers such as the ability to pray, and by learning reading divine knowledge. One continuously forms destiny. Each stage of life is the root of the next. When you can see that God is there, everywhere. It makes it a lot easier to rely upon His help, to ask for it. To know that He will come through for you. God sees and knows all. It can become as clear, as you know that your own Father would do everything in His power to save your life. You will come to see that God is right there with you and will not fail you. You should know that a basic privilege that everyone has is a right to be successful. No matter who they are, where they find themselves, and to where they have fallen. They just must find the right thing to do from deep inside their heart, and go for it. The Creator has placed our destiny in highest vice and in the recesses of our years, you just need to discover it. But don't come to think that just because God will help you it will be easy to accomplish your desires. You will still need to take up whatever idea it is that you want God to work with you upon and make this your life. Think upon it, dream of it, live on your idea. This is the art of Sertian victory, know that this is the way to success, and this is the way that has produced people with great accomplishments. If what you desire to accomplish is for your good God then will help you succeed. Each person has gone through a certain amount of a wild goose chase trying to reach for things that are not theirs to take. God sometimes needs to modify our plans. Doors are opened and closed for our benefit. If something seems to be lacking, this is from God, and there are reasons for it. When you find yourself accomplishing your desired goal this will bring you to real trust in God. Then nothing can take it away. Whatever you're doing if God is with you you will succeed. God always wins. You just need to push forward. Chase after that which is your goal. If the way seems blocked towards your goal know that the peel comes before the fruit. They can be part of the process of growth itself that will lead you to what you want to achieve. These obstacles many times are only a vessel by which your success will mature through. 
The obstacles you face are really energy blocks that you can channel positively for personal enlightenment and achievement. Don't give up and quit prematurely and then you will succeed in accomplishing your goal. You want help from on high. Ask God for help. It begins by recognizing His presence. In earlier generations there was no doubt. There were many revealed miracles and prophets. In general, the later generations are run from a policy of concealment. Even if this whole world is created in a way which the divine presence, and knowledge of the existence of God is miraculously concealed. Miracles happen for people who know of both worlds. If you have doubts, you need more knowledge. Don't misconstrue God's ability with you. Don't create obstacles between you and the truth. Whatever you assume responsibility for you will be awarded power to deal with it. One person can even save the world, it has happened many times. To succeed you need to be strong, fortified, and triumphant in all the places that it is necessary to fight. Even if you help from on high. Nothing good comes easy. So be a warrior for good. But, do not be afraid to hold back or withdraw from an impossible position. Take your stand on ground where you cannot lose, position yourself so that you will succeed. Go along with good advice when it comes like following a current. There are three avenues of opportunity that of events trends and conditions. When opportunities happen through events respond actively to these opportunities, be smart. Act boldly when a trend comes to bring you benefit. Success comes from taking advantage of opportunities. Take advantage of the structure and momentum of situations. Then there will not happen to you the unexpected. But, be prepared anyway for the unexpected. Plan for difficulty in times of ease. Give thought to what is near at hand and ponder that which is remote. If you don't consider that which is remote you will have trouble near at hand. Do the great while it is still small. Just do your part and God will put the finishing touches on it, customize it, and take it all upstairs to complete the job. Whatever it may be. Every single second the entire order of the worlds is changing. Presenting times of opportunity, to harmonize with the coming changes. No nature's timing. They rotate, orbit, and move in totally new paths, never known from Genesis. They create fresh combinations, interactions, and interrelationships find what you have to do and go for it now. Do not think you can live on past virtues. There is no time like now. Be careful how you spend each day. You need to cultivate endurance. There is no time to be hesitant or indecisive. Of all the avenues of seeing success none is greater than in the unexpected. There is no room in success for procrastination. One must fight with all their strength to enter into the secret of the God. What is it that you do? This is what you are. Accordingly this is what you will receive now or later. What you do will come back to you. There is no doubt concerning this. The only questions are when, and how will these things affect your body and your life here, and your soul which is eternal. A good deed brings one result, and a bad deed another. Kindness will invite kindness from heaven which supports and protects. The holy is by our hands and in our deeds. Always be gentle. This shows a level of refinement of your soul. Acts of exceptional wickedness and goodness bear fruit in this life. Plan to deal with difficulty when it is not so hard, do the great when it is still small. Deal with difficulties while they are still easy. Don't wait for them to become a major problem. God sometimes sends us problems as a wake-up call. One who is aware may not have to be reminded from above. If one ignores God's messages, he may need to send you louder messages. These being even more difficult situations. So don't ignore these messages. Don't create self-created problems, misery or disaster. Many times the problem is only the way we look at things, as there is a completely different perspective. The one which is correct. It's better to avoid unnecessary problems in our lives. Know that every vicious thought will rebound. So avoid thoughts of hatred and jealousy. Blaming others does not bring your goals closer. 
ignore the vicious competition among people. They will one day come back to you with tremendous power. Once you set them in motion you will have to bear their fruit. Remember this and avoid much evil. Do not confuse evil for good. Misery that has not yet come is best avoided. Blaming statements can become self-fulfilling prophesies of failure. The main thing is to work on those things that will bear fruit in the future, towards this end all our forces should be directed. Everyone has heard the expression be careful what you ask for you may get it. When calling out to God if you are persistent you will be answered, but the results may be different than you anticipated. Especially if you are not doing what is expected of you or worse doing the opposite. It does not really matter what we expected from life, but rather what life expects from us. If you call out to draw God's attention you will find it. Man brings upon himself whatever befalls him. Harm does not originate from God who is the source of all good. You need to accept that God really knows what He is doing in your life. Many times when we fall by misfortune this is only so that we can come to something better. No, descent is for the sake of ascent. The husk precedes the fruit. The bigger the ascent one must come to, the bigger the descent that must precede it. So don't obsess on the past and dwindle away by it, use it as a springboard to achieve. It's up to you to turn each affliction, and all its bits of suffering into fruitful stepping stones to blossom, flourish, and grow into new levels. Whatever the situation capitalize on it. It's like finding the treasure at the end of the rainbow. Go for it, and if you do not give up you will find it. Work not in competition against your fellow but towards social cohesion amongst those near you, your nation and all men. One must be in pursuit of a oneness with their humanity this is the first step in spirituality. Only a good person will be accepted to the inner chambers before God. The Divine Presence dwells only with the righteous. There are those who seemingly countless times they make schedules, agendas, itineraries accompanied with strong resolutions, decisions, and pledges to finally fulfill them, to no avail. Don't be as these, be reliable. At least make yourself like a person with whom you would be happy to befriend and associate with. When radiant joy and love emerge they are contagious. People like to keep in the company of such people. When looking at another person find and focus upon the good within them. A divine thought is an action. Be careful to not misjudge people. So if you need to judge others do so in a scale of merit. This can actually arouse the good that was hidden within them. This is true even before the supernal court. So look at each person to see their good. Don't embarrass people or bring them to shame. Know each person in the world in a way is like a limb of one's own body. So in a sense we are all responsible for one another, and even more the welfare of another in some way affects our own. So be supportive of people helping them with positive purposes with whatever they need. Don't think about only what you want all the time. There are other people in the world besides yourself, and they need you. How would the body function if the heart decided it did not want to share its blood with the liver? Realize that all are one. All the souls are collectively one supernal organism and giving to someone else is tantamount to giving to oneself. One has to nullify their own needs. This book is over 170 pages. You can read and down. Load your free copy of this book at this link. The Owner's Manual 2. Prosperity in the Soul. For Hindus, Christians, Jews, Buddhists, Muslims, and anyone else. I print and bind each book myself in the Holy Land. This is the next book to learn. I print and bind each book myself in the Holy Land. Leave a comment. The Definitive Biblical Phenomena. What you are about to see is staggering. That is why I call it the Definitive Biblical Phenomena. The only explanation of this phenomena is that it is the work of God as you shall see. People ask why should I believe in God, why should I believe what's written in the Bible, is from God? Why should I accept the Bible as the Word of God more than any other religious book? 
I will tell you, even more than this. I will show you. You will see how it all adds up, as we will see. I will begin by explaining to you a few things, and then we will examine the definitive biblical phenomena. There is an ancient teaching in the oral tradition that the Bible is learned and explained by 32 methods. The 29th of these 32 methods is called Gematria, numerology. It is taught that the numerical values of the Hebrew letters were given to Moses at Mount Sinai. Hebrew is the divine language of the Bible, it's the original language of the Torah. It is the code and the conduit through which God created and recreates and sustains everything that is. We will discover just how true this is in the following pages. Before we look at the, the definitive biblical phenomena in Hebrew, the original language of the Bible. Hebrew is called the Holy Tongue, and we will see and come to know why. We shall look at the, the definitive biblical phenomena using English. In English the letter to number correspondence is A equals 1, B equals 2, C equals 3, D equals 4, E equals 5, F equals 6, G equals 7, H equals 8, I equals 9, J equals 10, K equals 11, L equals 12, M equals 13, N equals 14, O equals 15, P equals 16, Q equals 17, R equals 18, S equals 19, T equals 20, U equals 21, V equals 22, W equals 23, X equals 24, Y equals 25, Z equals 26. To start with no. Bible equals 30 equals peace. As it is written. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. Proverbs 3:17. Israel equals 64 equals true equals chosen. A true Bible equals 95 equals the Torah equals a God word. The Bible equals 63 equals a Torah. Jewish Bible equals 104 equals a holy book. Now this is not a coincidence. We also find, wisdom equals 83 equals prayer. It is a wise thing to pray and there is a wisdom to the method of prayer itself. Now I will show you a sign of the, the definitive biblical phenomena. This group of expressions directs us to the fact that there is a biblical code. All of the phrases that follow have a numerical value of 153. These things have no statistical right to even exist. This is the work of God. 153 equals gematria words equals balancing the Bible code equals the revealing. Code equals English words equals the last language equals numbered grammar equals. Calculated grammar equals the kingdom of God equals behold my people equals. House of Israel equals the children of God equals God set in order equals the. Holy word equals in the holy place equals the oracles of God equals universal. Life equals spiritual Eden equals the true light equals voice of God, now equals. Spiritual man equals sign of wisdom equals the holy list equals the truth gate. Equals holiness door equals the Lord's coding equals alphabet messages. Equals heavenly formed equals I am God, informing equals seek salvation. Equals wisdom proof equals the encoded proof equals deeper knowledge. Equals secret wisdom equals must explain equals wonders shine equals scientific light. Equals life's mystery equals the holy order equals true secrets equals. Reveal Holy Bible equals His Blueprint equals Big Heavenly Book. Equals Teach Holy Light equals Coding Equations equals Equations Speak equals. Voice of God Coding equals The Number of God equals Fountain of Life equals. Numbered Encoding equals Good Mathematics equals The Encoded Secret equals. Calculated Encoding equals The Divine Bible Code equals Bible Code Knowledge equals I Know Divine Code equals An Amazing Teaching equals Reveal. Divine code equals look the evidence equals to reveal laws equals behold. Treasure equals if learn Hebrew code equals 153. 6. 
520 plus, 91, equals equals 11 dash dash reward of youth hadon y equals Torah. There is an expression you cannot have your cake and eat it too, but this does not apply to Torah. As we see from our equation. Reward of youth hadon y, Lord God equals Torah. By fulfilling the commands of the Torah we know we will be rewarded. As it's written concerning reward of the Torah the fruits of which a man enjoys in this world, while the principle remains for him in the world to come. Seder Zerum, Tractate Pia, Chapter 1, Mishnah, so we see fulfilling Torah has a reward in this world, but the greatest part of the reward will be in the world to come. The spiritual life that will follow this existence. It is also interesting that Bina divine understanding is known in Kabbalah as the world to come. It's also written the reward of a mitzvah, command, is the mitzvah itself. Mitzvah means joining, attachment, connection. Whoever performs a mitzvah becomes joined to the essence of God, may he be blessed, the one who issues that particular command. This is the meaning of the reward of a mitzvah is the mitzvah, itself, one when one performs a mitzvah, he or she becomes attached to the ultimate goodness and essence of the insof, infiniteness of God, who ordained the command, and that is in itself reward. Which again is like our equation. Many wonders are revealed in this book. You can read and down. Load your free copy of this book at this link. The Definitive Biblical Phenomena I print and bind each book myself in the Holy Land. The next book to learn is the Donate PayPal button on this page. I have it printed in the Holy Land. Manual to the Soul Part 1 The Gate. You can read and down. Load your free copy of this book at this link. The Gate Owner's Manual to the Soul Part 1. The Owner's Manual to the Soul Part 1. The Gate. Just Way Gate 1. We learn in the Holy Writings of Rabbi Meir Lieb, known as the Malbim, that both man and the Holy Blessed One ride the same chariot. The Holy King sits in the great chariot, he is the soul of the world, guiding and sustaining it. The soul of man sits in the small chariot, guiding it by the same agency of free will that the King employs to guide the great chariot, Man's soul is as free in its actions and how it guides the chariot as the godly soul of the world is free to employ its will upon the pattern of the world. One concerning this the Malbim further teaches that man was created as a blend of the material and godly so that he is a charioteer of the whole. 1. Malbim Parsha Bereshit. World, reflecting the physical and godly aspects of its many realms. 2. Once we grasp the concept of our guiding the chariot of the world, we must find direction to guide us. For this, we may look in the Talmud, Tractate Parak Shalom there, the sages teach that atonement is called peace. The Messiah's first message will be peace. The covenant of priesthood was made with peace. For one who loves peace, pursues peace, gives the greeting of peace, and responds with peace, the Holy One causes him to inherit this world and the world to come. Three all desire the life of this world and the world to come. Why would anyone choose not to run forward in the way described above, guiding the chariot in peace? This difficulty is explained in this manner, a man who cannot see that it is possible that things that are impossible to explain by our perceptions exist is as a worm spending its entire life deep within a radish thinking he has surrounded himself with the sweetness of life. Try to explain to Mr. Worm about going to an apple or a fig for sweetness of life. Many miss the path of peace because they stay in the same place just as the worm stays in the radish. The way of life is peace, but he that gives money out to loan on interest or takes interest will not wake in the resurrection of the dead, as stated in Perke Drebo Eliezer. Such a one does not have peace and so does not share in the world to come, for as he does not share here except on interest. Concerning him the prophet Ezekiel reveals, he has given money at interest, he has taken interest shall he live? He shall not live, Ezekiel. Is, 13. We must heed the words of the Torah, 
Love thy neighbor as thyself, I am God, Leviticus 19:18. We should follow the Ibid. 167.Parak Shalom 59b.4 Perke Drebo Eliezer, ch. 33. Instruction of Rabbeinu Bakya, peace unto him, as he teaches us in duties of the heart, brother, it should be our duty to be ready for the appointed time and prepare ourselves for the distant journey to the other world from which there is no escape, and which we cannot avoid. We should think of provisions to take with us where we should meet our great Creator on the great day of reckoning five so as we are in the chariot of the world guiding a peaceful way, gaining provisions on the journey to the other world, a man must beware, as Rabbi Abba teaches us, that a man walks in this world thinking it is his perpetual possession and that he will reside here from generation to generation, but even when he walks he is being put in chains and while he sits he is being tied to the conclave with other prisoners. And like the worm and the radish, he believes this to truly be life. But we must take up our provisions, staying free. With this in mind, we cannot unknowingly, as described above, be put in chains. Six, as simply put by Rabbi Yishmael in Tractate Beats of the Torah, was given to Israel because they are intense and worth it. If they had not been given the law, no nation could withstand them. Seven, from this we see that one such as Israel must merit the way of peace known as the Torah, but that Israel's merit is essential and required, or else the world cannot stand such an individual. The Holy One says in His Torah concerning Israel, You must sanctify yourself and be holy, Leviticus 27. You shall be a kingdom of priests, a holy nation to me, x. 19-6. This is Israel's role in the plan of creation. The world depends on its function, as the body depends on its heart or brain to function properly. For the world to function properly, Israel must do its part. 1. 5. Duties of the Heart 2-233. 2. Zohar 3. 145a. 3. Be it's a 25b. To explain this idea further, we can look to the teaching of Rabbi Chaya, of blessed memory, as he explains in the Holy Zohar that the only aim and object of the Holy One placing man in this world is so that he can know and understand the name of the Creator, Havaya, YHWH, is Elohim meaning, the Lord is God. Eight thus the cycles of nature, which are regulated by the name Elohim, do not become destructive because the world cannot withstand such an individual but, Instead, one guides the chariot the soul of the world in the way of peace so that the name Havaya, the personal providence of the Blessed One, is united with the emanation known as Elohim, revealed as the forces of nature, directing them in a peaceful way. With the help of the Holy Ancient One, later we will try to understand the depth of these matters as much as is permitted and can be known. In this matter of raising ourselves and the creation closer to the personal providence and supervision of YHWH, the name Havaya, we learn from Rabbi Shnur Zalman of Liadi in his Hasidic Sefer Tanya that by concentration on words of Torah and meditation, one can truly express the holy speech with his lips and breath. Doing this, we draw down light of the Ain Sof, the infinite quality of the Creator. Unto the vivifying soul that dwells in the blood that is common in all living things and is sustained by the ingestion of mineral, vegetable, and animal matter, all these being elevated as they are absorbed in His blessed unity. This is the purpose of the descent of the worlds, and this is the essence of man's intent in his service of the Creator that is, to draw the infinite light of the Ain soft down below, nine ultimately fulfilling the words of the Holy Blessed One. Rabbi Yudin said in the name of Rabbi Meir in the 8.Zohar 2.161b9.Tanya 261 Midrash Rabbah Song of Songs 113.11 Duties of the Heart 2-223,12 12.Pesikta Drabai Kahana, Supplement 5 Midrash of the Song of Songs that the Holy Blessed One said to Israel, Follow my oath and I will make you as the heavenly hosts. 10 Concerning reaching this goal of becoming as the host of heaven, 
Rabbeinu Bakya tells us that it is our duty to use diligence and effort for the improvement of our noble souls, which are immortal, and whose interests we have been charged to manage. Turn from superfluities of this world and busy yourself with what you will need in the end, spiritual possessions remain yours and no one may take them. 11 Only with this foresight may we raise ourselves from our coarse physical natural awareness to gain a higher divine understanding of reality ultimately gaining, as Rabbeinu Bakya spoke, spiritual possessions, so that ultimately the Creator's will can be fulfilled as stated previously, that we become as the hosts of heaven. A necessary awareness that always helps us to see ways to raise ourselves all the time, all the days of our lives, we learn from Rabbi Kahana in the Pesikta as he teaches that those who mourn over the holy temple and yearn and wait for God to rebuild it will then rejoice in the Torah. 12 It is by this sense of loss, the awareness of the greater purpose in this world, that one can continually be motivated to bring back into the world the divine awareness for all to see and share, this time in much greater force. Once one can see beyond the veil, the limiting physical awareness of the universe, then he can behold the divinity of the Torah, the blueprint of creation, bringing rejoicing in each letter like the host of heaven as they learn in the upper worlds. With divine purpose directing our ways in this world one can avoid the most common pitfall, as Rabbi Shnur Zalman explains when the innermost part of the heart that part whose desire to serve the Creator comes from above intellectual motivation becomes vested in its corresponding opposite, namely the soiled garments of mundane matters and worldly desires that are referred to as Babylon. Then this innermost divine aspect is said to be in a state of exile in captivity, and this is the state of the exile of the Shechina. 13 Its opposite is the revelation of the Shechina, when one does not forget his purpose but actually spends time in the awareness of spiritual matters, ever yearning for a greater day. In acquiring this awareness, we are not to shun all material things, this is not necessary to separate ourselves from Babylon. God describes the proper path in the thoughts of Rabbeinu Bakya, as from him we learn that, concerning material things, one must select those that promote physical pleasure and material well-being, but only to the extent of that which is absolutely needed and sufficient, rejecting excess or those things that will turn his heart away from his Creator. He will see the world and its possessions as only a means of providing for his appointed day, his later end. He will take only that which will accompany him on his journey and to this end will he labor with all his might. For his earthly needs, he will work as one works for others, in moderation, only to the extent absolutely necessary. 14 It is important to find the proper level of participation and our true needs while in our sojourn here. To discover our true spiritual needs, that which we must find, Rabbi Shnur Zalman teaches that one with a soul that is contaminated from the sins of youth will need to make a forceful effort, greatly exerting oneself with much vigil and toil. 1. 13. Tanya 402. 2. Duties of the Heart 1, 295. An intense concentration, immersing oneself in the greatness of God for a considerable time, to reach awareness of the lower fear, awe, not fear of punishment. 15. It is through this intense concentration, and the fear it arouses, that one can begin to see his true need. Pushing aside that which is superfluous does not help to meet this end. Another force that must accompany this fear of God if one is to reach elevated consciousness, is faith. Belief in the way of the law of the Holy Torah, for without this one cannot approach the holiness of divine service, as we learn from the words of Rabbi Shimon in Tractate Menachot, where he teaches that a person who does not believe in the, priestly, service has no portion in priesthood. 16. Not only does one need to believe in the way of observance of the Torah, but also one must trust in the Holy Blessed One in all other things as well. Rabbeinu Bakya explains that if one puts his trust in anyone or anything other than God, God removes his providential care from that individual and leaves him in the power of the one he trusted. In describing this trust, 
Rabbeinu Bakya states that trust is the tranquility of the soul in the one he trusts.17 Since God has everything under his control. All who truly trust in him are taken under the protection of the wings of the Shechina, which provides all their needs, as all is his to distribute at will. With this lack of lacking, there can be nothing but tranquility of soul before the Divine Presence. One must try to always place himself before the Divine Presence, fulfilling this with trust and faith in God to such an extent that, as the sages say, one should always try to give more and more to God. This way, we are always. 1. 15. Tanya 219. 2. Menachot 18b. 3. 17. Duties of the Heart 1-281. Coming closer to the Holy Blessed One, though, in essence. There is no closer or farther. For God fills and transcends all existence. And through it all is unchanging. Sometimes this giving to God may. In a way be against our nature. But if we do this without retaliating, God does the same for us. 18. Rabbi Miller explains to us how Jacob discovered the gate of heaven on earth among simple natural objects around him. Moses attained his lofty prophetic stature from seclusion in the desert. God revealed himself to all Israel on the mountain. The people of Israel wandered forty years in the wilderness to compensate for their urban dwelling in Egypt. While dwelling in the promised land, they lived a simple, Natural life, dwelling in tents for centuries. It was not until the time of King Solomon that they turned to luxuries and this is the very thing that contributed largely to their downfall. Repeatedly, the people of Israel have been despoiled of their possessions and compelled to live simple lives. The physical possessions of Israel throughout history seem to be separated from them as a lamb in season is sheared of its coat. Being denied places to live they were forced to seek. Refuge in the bosom of nature, the name Elohim. 19. We see that in the past. The path used by Israel to ascend to God has been living a life excluding what people today call luxuries, living a simple life. The ultimate expression of this elimination of physicality is found in the circumstance of Moses being alone with God on Mount Sinai for forty days and forty nights. Yet all Israel spent much time in the desert, away from the habitations of men. Such living allows the 1. Ibid. 295. 1. The Secret of Happiness 9. Mind to be free from the burdens of material concerns and allows one to spend a great amount of time contemplating the greatness of the Creator. From whom all life comes. Rabbi Miller further shows us, concerning our way of life, that all one's spirit, body, wealth, ability, and power are given to promote and preserve the world in righteousness and love. The earth is not ours, but we belong to the earth to respect it as divine soil, and every one of its creatures is a fellow being to respect and love. As such, we endeavor to bring it closer to its goal according to the will of Elohim. These words indicate the sublime mission and lofty privilege of man. 20 With these thoughts in mind, we will not develop a lust for wealth and money and begin to think of them as the goal in life. As explained in the teachings of Rabbi Nachman of Breslov.21 But we shall proceed with wisdom in the words of the Malbim. All precious things together cannot compare with the survival of the soul. Which is the end purpose of man and of his hopes? To bring the soul into the purity of holiness. 22. Rabbi Moshe Chaim Luzito teaches that one must approach watchfulness. Meaning to become aware of the states of our actions whether they are beneficial or not. We must also perform all our positive actions with great zeal. And remove bad traits. One also should separate from permissible pleasures for the sake of heaven. One looks into the Torah for ways to serve God, separates from idle conversation, and lives in a state of, relative, seclusion, with purity of mind and heart. The removal of haughtiness may bring one to the next level of improvement. The level called holiness. 
which is a gift from God. 23 As holiness is a gift from God, so is. 20. Ibid. 33. 2i Rabbi Nachman Stories 283. 1. 22. Path of the Just. 2. 23. Malbim Parshal Lech Lacha. Its method of attainment, which we are beginning to describe. This may be understood from a common parable of the sages, showing how a man goes to a doctor to receive direction in curing his illness but instead of taking the prescription given by the doctor, he goes to his own laboratory in the garage, and makes his own medicine or follows no remedy, and dies. This is analogous to one who disregards the Torah, which is our healer's remedy for the diseases of the soul from the evil inclination. The blessed one created the disease and also its cure. 24. This book is over 230 pages and quotes many many sources. It is entirely in English. This book is an introduction to the deepest of spiritual paths and by reading one will add to their spiritual awareness. No matter what path they are on. Its chapters include The Supernal Chariot of Peace, Daily Getting Wings, From Deep Inside. Elixir of Life Making a Dwelling Place, Divine Treasure, At Midnight, Shabbat, The Eye of Holiness Bounteously Streaming Glory, Visitations Divine Judgment to Sweetness, When Angels Come, To the Happy House, other dimensions, purification of the permitted increasing capacity, mercy in doing, holy women, time portals of holiness, love, the meditation of prayer 70 forms a circle, ecstasy, arousing the love. And there is a lot more. It is eye-opener now IT time to learn. You can read and down. Load your free copy of this book at this link. The Gate Owner's Manual to the Soul. And. 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 The Owner's Manual to the Soul. Part 2 The Kabbalah. The material in this book is for the first time revealed in English from the ancient Hebrew texts. Even in the original Hebrew text never has there been such a comprehensive gathering of this wisdom assembled before from the many different schools of divine thought. The book is over 287 pages and much over 2,700 quotes. It teaches the work of divine names and elevation of the soul. And works of healing, the nature of the many world. How to Draw and Work with Ruach HaKodesh, The Spirit of Holiness, and much more. Knowledge of Hebrew with this text is helpful, but one will still learn a tremendous amount even if one only knows English. Chapter 1. Attaining the Holy Spirit. From the book Merakat Elohim we learn that the main intent in Hashem's desire to create the world was so that man should become complete and thus merit to have Ruach HaKodesh dress upon him. By this he would reach levels of prophesy, and fill the world with peace and life. This would leave the force of evil no place to rest on, so it would die. When the Yetzer Ora, evil inclination, dominates then the light that Hashem hid for the Sadikim, righteous, is hidden. It cannot be comprehended, but becomes hidden because of the serpent. This light is the Yesod, foundation gateway, of, true life. A man can come to comprehend but a little bit only after great toil. In his body there must illuminate fear before he will be given any comprehension in these matters. This is a ruling of the, tree of life, also according to this Sadikim are given comprehension in Gan Eden, Garden of Eden. Hashem is exacting in the judgments of this matter to the finesse of a single hair. This is what's called the two-sided sword, it is before Gan Eden. Hashem placed this sword in Gan Eden to guard the way to the Yatzkaim, tree of knowledge, after Adam sinned and was no longer fit to eat from it. Know that in the Torah rests the comprehension of the fruit of the Yatzkaim. One it's written a flaming sword stands to the east of the garden to guard the way to the tree of life, Barashis 322-24. The way is Derek Eretz. To the level of Torah called Torah Atzalat, or Torah Mashiach, 
is level of Torah that will return to us at the time of the Moshiach. It is the Torah that is called Eitz HaHayim, the tree of life. It can only be an elixir for life. It is the ultimate level of Torah, that of the first tablets. It is an elixir for life, and it will automatically promote Derek Eretz, ethics. This level of Torah called Eitz HaHayim is chest-based. It automatically fixes the character of the person who learns it, and those whom he affects. The second set of tablets Moshe descended with 80 days later are on the level of the Eitz HaDot Tovra, tree of good and evil. It is either an elixir for life, or an elixir for death. The second tablets is the Torah of the world of Beria. The Jevurat, severities, in them are the prohibitions of the Torah. They are for the sake of protecting and distancing from impurity and filth, which is death. This is the Torah we all have now. The level of revealed Torah that the Jewish people departed Mount Sinai with was not that of the Eitz HaHayim, but that of the Eitz HaDot Tovra, with which Jevurat are associated. With this level of Torah there is no guarantee that one will automatically be elevated. Derek Eretz, ethics, must precede one's approach to this Torah. If one is to be able to receive the light and use it to make tikkunim, fixing, and gain divine awareness. Three in Beor Esser's fired it is taught that he who walks in simplicity without, form, or, likeness, and is far from physicality and recognizes their creator who created them. He does not go after his eyes. There is open to him the gate of righteousness in his heart. Then he can call to the God. They call and see the glory of Hashem, the name of God, and they understand the, secret, because there is nothing but Hashem. They give over Yichud, unification of the name of God, twice daily. This is the gate of heaven. To them is, signs. Their eyes see. Hashem does miracles and wonders. The fool does not understand this. For it's taught in Priyats Hayim that the voice and breath make a makava, divine chariot, to join with the souls of the Sadikim Rishonim. Breath is the aspect of, while voices from thought is from the Rabbi Moshe Chaim Lazato teaches that the souls of Sadi can become Ebor, impregnate joined, with the Nefesh Ruach and Nashama of men. It's even possible to reach to the soul of Moshe.5 One who speaks Torah in the name of a Sadiq his Nashama is with him, and he works with him. He also receives the light of the Sadiq's Torah. It goes over strengthening his Nashama. If one does not give over the Torah in the name of him who spoke it first its supernal light is withheld. Six, the Ari HaKodesh also taught that he merited Torah by working hard to understand the Zohar. Three times each day Eliyahu HaNovi would come to teach Rebbe Shimon and Rebbe Eliezer, how can one not read it? Rabbi Argosy teaches that from learning Zohar one merits levels very high in Olam Haba which are otherwise inaccessible. This is because with the Zohar's understandings concerning the mitzvot. The mitzvot have more value. There is no end for a man to apply understanding to the mitzvot. The Ramban said the foundation of all Chamat, wisdoms, stands on who is Hashem.7 and in Sharmamori Rasbi the Ari teaches that Nashamat of Ima are drawn from Ima Ilah by way of truth and faith. Torah is called truth, and faith is the foundation and source of divine service. Rabbi Yaakov Abuchitzera teaches that a man needs a Muna engraved upon his heart so that his dad, knowledge, is in, perfect faith, in things of the Kabbalah. In this they will see Mamash.8 Rabbi Nachman of Breslov teaches that through faith one achieves intellect.9 Rabbi Moshe Kordaviro teaches in his commentary to the Zohar called Aor Yakar that there is united Chuchma and Bina in Keter by Dat. Receive Bina from Chuchma through Dat. Dat is the Yesod of Rahamim. It is the source and Nashama of Teferit. Unification of Chuchma and Bina illuminates Dat in Bina. The flow of Chuchma is aroused throughout Dat that is in Bina. Ultimately, arousal, is divine will, it is Keter. This is, life of the worlds, which is the Yasod below illuminating upon the earth which is Mashut. Chuchma is called Aracel from above, as it is above Bina. 
There is the kindness. Keter is an aspect of flow in Bina that is not through Chuchma. Keter can flow by way of the central pillar in Teferit, not through Bina or Chuchma reaching chest. Keter makes a path, of Bina, for itself. It is the dwelling place of the Shechina. 10 It is according to one's dat, which is Panimi in the sphere that there is a segula, miraculous power, to unite with, divine will. 11 The main intent in every revelation of Hashem and in every creation is only for the Torah and Yisrael. Every man in the whole world was only created for this. The purpose is to nullify the klipot after this there will be refined our bodies in Chitsan and they will be united with the Nashama and together they will rise to Malkut of Atzalet. As this is the essence of the most perfect union. From there it can rise up with no limit. Till Malkut of the Ain Sof. This is the first source. This whole tikkun is only made through the Torah and Yisrael. The source of Torah is the first revelation of light from Ain Sof, this is the source of everything and to where it returns. The source of Yisrael is Malkut of Atzalet. From there is created all of Bria Yetzera and Asiya. Bria Yetzera and Asiya are Chitzen, external, and the Nashamot of Yisrael are Panimi internal, they are upper dat. The middle pillar which is the secret of the Torah has light of the Ain Sof. From the dat and Meshud are the souls of Yisrael. Revelation of Panimi of dat is from the central pillar by. From it goes out Nashamot with the light of the Torah.12. Chapter 2. Why Israel is mentioned in the Bible 2498 times. In Mishnat Shasijm we learn the Malkit, power of divine rulership, of Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel, is Malkit of Binah. Eretz Yisrael is the internal limbs of the supernal earth which is called, there are seven names, levels of earth. Includes the first three spired of Malkit, divine rulership. It is from here that there nourishes Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael and Jerusalem, Jerusalem. She is the center of the, civilized world. She nourishes from the Yesod of Zah in the middle of the belly till the end of Zah. This is what is called the civilized world. Point one three. It's taught in Shoshan Sodot that Eretz Yisrael is not under the supernal princes, angels, above but. It is nourished from Keter Elyon, source of divine will and delight, by the middle pillar. Eretz Yisrael receives flow of, blessing, from, the supernal land. 14 The AOR Yakar teaches that Eretz Yisrael is, holy earth. Those dwelling there are holy. Their Nashamot are holy. Their Truma, offerings, are holy. The Torah is Kiddusha, holiness, having Yikas, relationship, to Eretz Yisrael and are united together. 15 The Torah and Yisrael are one and their source is in the ancient head in 620 pillars of light that are there. 16 7 times, including Kalel of one for the name itself, equals Kotel, Western Wall. The main place of the Shechina in this world is the Kotel, Western Wall. From there it never leaves. The eyes and heart of Hashem are there every day. The light of His will, His ultimate intent is always here, from Keter and all Aor Panimi from Chuchma which below arouses. The main Keter is Makif Yosher, that stands in the Igulim.17 from the Zohar we learn, Western Wall, is Malkit. His dwelling place is the Mount that all turn to. The Av is this, Mount, all turn to. It is Malkit.18 The Kotel is close to the Even Shtia, foundation firmament. There goes out the flow of light which is proper from the Kav, Beam. From this fine Kav of, light, is a partnership of Bina, divine understanding, and Rami mercy that is drawn to enliven the world. In the place of the Even Shia there the Kav descends till reaching the center. From there it stands and then spreads out to the sides. From there and there the light spreads out, as in a globe. Till making the circle all equal. From the center she spreads out in length and width. Spreading out in all levels in secret of east to west, and north to south. This is the place of the, circle's fire at Igulim, where the world is emanated and the Kav is drawn to. The Aor Yashar, 
supernatural spiritual light of the Kaf, surrounds the head of the Igilum, Sphirat of nature, but does not enter them, the body of the Igilum 6 lower Sphirat. This place is between above and below. From here goes out the cleaving of the Ain Sof, infiniteness of God. The Kav descends to illuminate in the, empty space, which is the first, and also in the second that was emanated in it. Nineteen, The secret of Amuna, faith, is found in the central point of Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel. Which is the Kadosh Kedashim. Even if the temple does not exist today, still in its merit the world is fed. Sustenance is emitted from there to every place. Twenty, The Kadosh Kedashim, the place where Hashem chose to place the, ark, in its midst is the middle pillar. The temple is the secret of Malka called. Between the temple below and that above is only 18 mil. 21 sapphire firmament corresponds to the Evenshtia. 22 The Evenshtia is the firmament with seven eyes described by Zechariah, 3 9. It reveals Chagati and Nhy of Chachma. The world is established by Avbina from it as Chachma revealed in Malkit according to the secret of 3 times 4 equals 12 being 12 firmaments, tribes and hours of the day and night. 23 Concerning the Evenshtia, we learn in the Zohar that firmaments called Malkit rule in the left without the right. They rest on the equals x10, depths. Is Tefret of Arik, which is the source of upper conduits. Even Shtia, foundation, of. 24 The is, wisdom, equals, energy before assigned form unused potential. 25 According to judgments of the left they are concealed. From them goes out water which is Shasadim, force of Hashem's giving. Concerning this water King Solomon writes many waters will not satisfy love, Song of Songs 8-7. One can never give enough for this love. 26 The Majid of Koznitz in Avodat Israel teaches that water alludes to Ain Sof as it has no limit. 27. 1. 1 Marakat Elohim. 2. 2 Tanat Bay Eliyahu. 3. 3 Share Lashem, p. 454. 4. 4 Beor Esser Sfirat. 5. 5 Share Ramkel p.253, Likuti Maharan p.76. 6. 60 Kunim Chadashim Ramkal P.171. 7. 7 Shomer Imunim P.23. 8. 8 Makashif Halav and Yaakov Abachizra P.228. 9. 9 Safer Mid. 10. 10 AOR Yakar Vol. 2 Noch P.90,168,30,37,54, Safer Lashem. 11. 11 Shomer Imunim P.69. 12. 12 Safer Lashem. 13. 13 Mishnat Shesij. 14. 14 Shoshan Sodot. 15. 15 AOR Yakar Vol. 2 P.152. 16. 16 Safer Lashem. 17. 17 Safer Lashem. 18. 18 Sulam on Zohar Mispadim P.115A. 19. 19 p.416 to 417 Ishnat Shasadim. 20. 20 Sulam on Zohar Truma p.157b. 21. 21 Sulam on Zohar Ikev p.272b, Shoshin Sodot. 22. 22 Zohar Barashit p.71b. 23. 23 Sulam on Zohar Veachi p.218a. 24. 24 Safer Lekidim P.197, Zohar Smot 220A. 25. 25 Avodat Yisrael P.1. 26. 26 Sulam on Zohar Truma P.146B. 27. 27 Avodat Yisrael P.1. A introduction with terms used in the book is also provided. Load your free copy.
of this book at this link. The Owner's Manual 2. The Soul. Part 2 The Kabbalah. I print and bind each book myself in the Holy Land. Leave a comment. I print and bind each book myself in the Holy Land. The Divine Structure of Unfolding of Heaven and Earth. In this book is explained the names of God their relationship with the levels of the soul. The order and way of unfolding of the Divine Light. This is what is called knowledge of the Parzufim, Divine Faces. One could call this spiritual anatomy. In this book is explained the unfolding of the divine energy in all the worlds. The flow of river of the infinite's fire, these are the emanations of divine energies which are the building blocks of all that was, is and will be. The book is 300 pages and contains over 1450 notes. Godsecret1 at gmail.com This includes the ancient Kabbalah and that of the R.I. and Rash's H. Nothing like this has ever been published before in any language. There is also an introduction for beginners. Here is some of the first chapter of the book. Parzufim. General Parzufim. There are five Parzufim of Atzlet. Each contains five Parzufim. Each has 613 parts and is in the image of man. One these parts include 248 limbs and 365 sinews. Each Parzuf has seven Hashalot, palaces. Each and every Parzuf of a K, Atzlet Bria Yetzera and Asiya includes the Parzufim called, brain, bone, sinews, skin and parzuf flesh. To the eleven spices of incense correspond to eleven gaps between the parzufim. Rabbi Yaakov Abuchitzera teaches that there are eleven main sparks, curses, and spices in the incense and they correspond to Abba, Ima, Yisrael Saba, Tavuna and the seven spirit of Suan of Bria Yetzera and Esaia. Three eleven spirit are eleven aspects of the kings who died. They are seven from Suan and four from the back of Abba Ima and Yesoit. Four Rabbi Shalom Sharabi teaches went out to make tikkun of all the parzufim of Atzalit cleansing Atzalit of Nakudo. Making Klipanoga of Atzalit, real soul food made and makes the sparks rise, being the Nashama and its life force. Making Klipatnoga of Bria of good and evil. So to in Yetzera and Asiya. Purifying the seven kings that died. They being equals eleven. As the Kiddusha in the Klippa is divided into eleven aspects. These are ten Sfirat Panimi, being the Nashamat and the life force in them, and one Makif upon them. Parallel to these are the eleven spice of incense. Five All ten of the Sfirat is a complete Parzuf except Tefrit Dad and Yasod. Each of these includes two Parzufim. So nine Sfirat are twelve Parzufim. Bina, Chuchma, Dat 2 Chest, Givura, Tefrit 2, Netzach, Had, Yasod 2, 6 There multiplies on the face of the earth 12, faces, 12 holy parzufim to the Nashamat. Seven each parzuf is made of all five, making a total of 25 parzufim. Eight each of these 25 potsufim is made of five parzufim, making a total of 125.9 all parzufim of Bria, Yitzera and Asiya go out of Suan of Atzlet. Ten the five parzufim in Bria are as in Atzlet except Arik and Abba of Bria have only six corners, but Ima in Bria is a complete parzuf of ten spirit, she is only one makif. Za of Bria has two makif. In Yetzirah Arik and Abba are in the aspect of only three Sfirat on three Sfirat. Ima, Tefret and Malkit of Yetzirah each have only six corners. Ima of Yetzirah has no Makif, Turei has one Makif, and Nakava has two. In Asiya Abba is only a small point, but Arik is three Sfirat included in three as the rest of the Sfirat of Asiya except Abba. This is because in Asiya Arik is the middle pillar. 11 All the Parzufim must be refined as they are made of vessels and sparks of the seven kings of Olam Nakudim that shattered to 320 aspects. Atzalit is shut in the Rishimu. The world is according to vessels and not lights. From Yasod is the aspect of the body, inside is the soul. 
A K of Atzlet, Bria, Yetzera and Asiya is the tip of the A4.12 There are names of Invina, Za and Nakava. They are drawn from. Every is the aspect of eyes. This is the idea of round letters.13 After Tikkun the source of is in Nakava of a K. From the Yasod of a K goes a drop of Mimdutran, which is the secret of the name. Is the Yasod of Dutra. Goes out of the forehead of a K. This is the idea of dominance of the Nashama.14. Load your free copy. Of this book at this link. The Divine Structure of Unfolding of Heaven and Earth. The Mystical Holy Sabbath. The book quotes from over 350 sources by learning this book you will open a portal to levels of holiness of the Holy Shabbat. Again the teachings in this book are translated into English for the first time. This book definitely goes to the depth of the matter, and is meant to be read many times. Each time you will see so much more. As this book contains great secrets. These are the chapter. Headings. Levels of Shobat page 13. Mikvah before Mariv. The field of Shabbat. Kabbalat Shabbat and the Pearls. Mariv. Erev Shabbat. Kiddush Wine. Kiddush Mariv. Shabbat Evening Meal. The Shabbat Meals. The First Meal. The Second Meal. The Third Meal. Burkat Hamazon of Shabbat. Shabbat Zivug. Day Mikvah of Shabbat. Shabbat Rest. Tefillah of Shabbat. Shabbat Amida. Shakrit Shabbat Day. Musaf of Shabbat. Shabbat Mincha. Names, Shabbat. Takam Shabbat. Havdalah. Weekdays add to Shabbat. Shabbat. In the book Shoshan so doted is taught Hashem said to Moshe I. Have a good gift in my house of treasures it's called the Shabbat. And I. Want to give it to Yisrael. To it are things hidden and revealed. Is. The upper Shabbat, which is Sadiq Yasod Olam hidden Adara called. Dot one who guards Shabbat merits A and Sadiq Yasod. Olam, Lida for Mida. As it is said, the reward for a mitzvah is A. Mitzvah. So the reward for Shabbat is Shabbat. It is as if the king had seven sons, each with his own palace. The last son said, I will not return to my place as I refuse to be so far from you. The father said, I shall surround. You also to see you all day this is guard the Shabbats. So none of the seven sons is far from the light. It is just that there are different levels each is. Called Shabbat, as it includes one thousand worlds. Shabbat is all Rahamim with. No evil it is Sadiq Yasod Olam.1 in Gilar Razia is taught that Shabbat. Was only made so to see the greatness of Hashem. There there is left the. Light hidden for Sadiqim.2 in the Bnei Yishakar it is written Hashem. Destroyed the holy temple and gave Yisrael a git, divorce, but the git does not apply in the place of Hashem. The whole world is his place but he has a special place for Yisrael in his courtyard, because of this it is forbidden to descend to physicality on Shabbat. So it says my Shabbat you shall guard, my sanctuary you shall fear. One must purchase. This place.3. In Merakot Elohim it is taught that the seventh day Shabbat is the Yesod it is in the aspect of Olam Haba, it is life of the worlds. It is the light that was hid for Sadikim. By this day are sustained all and blossoms all Nashamat. It is the Yesod for all Hashgacha of this world. It is the Yesod, but the world is not fit to work with this light. Shabbat is the soulmate of Kainset Yisrael. Shabbat is the end of Olam Atzlet. From Shabbat Kainset Yisrael receives tasks from Hashem. To build the world.4 rising on Shabbat in Atzalit illuminates great light. One choosing Sodot. 
2 Gilo Razia. 3 Bene Yesachar P.15. 4 Marakataloham. You can read and down. Load your free copy of. This book at this link. The Mystical Holy. Sabbath. I print and bind each book myself in the Holy Land. Book of Elohim. This book is all about the divine name Elohim. It is pages of secrets. You can read and down. Load your free copy of. This book at this link. Book of Elohim. This book is all about the divine name Elohim. 208 sources are quoted including Sherry Sadek. This book is written in English as much as possible, it does contain some Hebrew text. There are many secrets contained. This material has never been in the English language before. I am asking a requested donation of $25 for the book. The Donate PayPal button on this page. I have it printed in the Holy Land. The Book of the Angel Mathotroen. This book is written in English as much as possible, it does contain some Hebrew text. There are many secrets contained. This material has never been in the English language before. I have it printed in the Holy Land so include $7 for shipping and handling. Nothing like this has ever been published before in any language. You can read and down. Load your free copy of. This book at this link. The Book of the Angel. Matatroen. The Message. This book concerns the writings of the Biblical Prophets. It also includes prophecies found in ancient Hebrew manuscripts that are no longer existent that were destroyed in the Holocaust. Much of the explanations of the Biblical prophecies passed down by oral tradition that are found in this book have never been translated into English before. It also includes ancient prophecies of Daniel, Zerubbabel, Elijah and others that were not included in the Bible and that have never been translated into English. Concerning the book's content, it has three parts. Great Days, Messianic Revelation and Resurrection. What the world will be like after the Messiah does his work. Things to do rebukes and advice. What the prophets tell us to do to make this transitional period's mother. What will be? Wars before redemption. This book concerns the writings of the biblical prophets. It also includes prophecies found in ancient Hebrew manuscripts that are no longer existent that were destroyed in the Holocaust. Much of the explanations of the biblical prophecies passed down by oral tradition that are found in this book have never been translated into English before. It also includes ancient prophecies of Daniel, Zerubbabel, Elijah and others that were not included in the Bible and that have never been translated into English. Here is explained all the possible scenarios a real thriller, you won't put it down. Introduction. It's written in Isaiah if you inquire in the book of God, 34:16. concerning this the Zohar comments, you will find the reason and cause of your exile, and the means of your redemption. If you inquire therein, the book will call upon you to return in perfect repentance, and come near to God. One for many years I studied the ancient prophets to determine what was the purpose and meaning of their writings. From this I saw that they primarily left us with a vivid description of the messianic era this part of the book is called Great Days, the prophets also inform us with advice and rebukes for the generations to come this section is called Things to Do, the prophets also tell us of wars and world changes which might take place before the messianic era this section is called What Will Be. All of this information I found spread out as parts of a puzzle throughout the words of the different ancient prophets of Israel. I gathered the information together by nation, and subject from all the prophets so as to be able to put the pieces together, so as to be able to see clearly the big picture. The vision given to us from all the prophets together. To understand the words of the prophets which at times can be difficult I closely examined many commentaries to their words, also the Talmud, Midrash, and Kabbalah. This book is the message I found. It's written, in the words of the prophet Habakkuk. 
For there is still a vision for the appointed time and it speaks concerning the end and it does not lie, though it may tarry, wait for it because it shall surely come, it will not delay. 2-3. Isaiah said I will hasten it in its time, 60-22. Concerning this Rabbi Yossi said all depends on whether the people will reap in of their sins. If they are worthy God will hasten the redemption, if not in its time. Two. The prophet Micah describes this end time. I will make her the remnant halted, daughter of Zion, to you shall it come. There will come the first government, the kingdom to the daughter of Jerusalem. Now why does she cry badly, because she has no king, and her counselor has perished? For pangs have taken you as a woman in labor. Be in pain and labor to bring forth, O daughter of Zion. 4-7-10. The Meharal of Prague wrote that in the future the Messianic king will establish a new kingdom which will emerge from the first kingdom which will precede it. It is as unripe fruit grows in a peel till the fruit is ripe, then the peel decays. This is like Moses who grew up in the house of Pharaoh. Three in the future the government on Israel will no longer be as it is now, as there will be re-established the Sanhedrin, governing body of 72 men. For the book you are about to read is a message from days long past and forgotten, yet its voice has just arrived here, just today. As it states in the Song of Songs, the voice of the turtle dove is heard in our land, 2:12. This is the voice of the eternal prophets of Israel. Those spoken of when the prophet Amos speaks saying there is not a thing YHVH does which he has not shown to his servants the prophets. 3-7. After almost 2,000 years of exile, the Hebrew people have begun returning to their land. Contained herein are the instructions that God has given us through his prophets for these times. Together let us delve deeply into their words and we shall see what is in store for us in the future, what it is that our blessed Creator asks of us, and what is the good to come. Only with this foresight can we walk with God to bring in gracefully this new era that was spoken of in days of old by our blessed prophets. Take heed and take part in the long-awaited redemption. Great Days Now we will look at what is to come in the future according to the vision given to us from the Creator by our beloved prophets. From this we will see the great good which our beloved Creator wishes to bestow on the world, and on the nation of Israel in particular physically and spiritually. Then we will look at what the prophets have given to us as instruction for these later days to merit these blessings. I ask you my beloved friend to take to heart these teachings and act upon them immediately. Sharing them with those who have an ear to hear, as the hour is late. Now let us proceed with great days, explanation and description of the messianic revelation, these being words of consolation and comfort telling us of the time to come, the reward for the righteous. It is out of such great kindness that the largest parts of the writings of the prophets are filled with messianic imagery, Blessed is His holy name because His kindness endures forever. Now we shall look at Israel inheriting the land, the miracles, signs and wonders and the revelation of the Messiah in the Messianic era. The prophet Isaiah states, For YHVH will have mercy on Jacob and will in addition choose Israel and will set them in their own land and the strangers shall be joined to them and they shall cleave to the house of Jacob, 14-1. Rashi says concerning the phrase and will choose in addition Israel this refers to the time in the future when God shall redeem Israel in a complete redemption. Mitzedat David adds that Israel's deliverance from the oppression of Babel will seem a small thing compared to the redemption in the days of Messiah. As this will be a redemption off all Israel in a complete redemption, and also to everything that rests upon the earth. At this time converts will be added to Israel. The personal providence of God's redemption of the Hebrew people from their troubles is described in the words of the prophet Malachi. For they who feared YHVH spoke with one another and hearkened and heard it and a book of remembrance was written before him for those who feared YHVH and took heed of his name, and they shall be mine says YHVH. On that day I appoint as my particular day. I will spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him. 3 16-18. 
Rabbi Avraham Ibn Ezra comments those who fear God are the Zod, they who he is name, are the wise of heart that know the secret of the glorious and awesome name. In Perkata Rebbe Elazar, Robin Gamliel teaches the heavens and earth are destined to pass away, as it is written and the hosts of heaven shall be dissolved, and the heavens shall be rolled together as a scroll. All the inhabitants shall taste the taste of death for two days. On the third day he shall renew them all and revive the dead. There shall be no more evil or plague. Now let's look at the detail that can be known with the help of God. We get more of an overview of the wondrous protection God affords Israel from the words of Isaiah. In that day shall the plant of YHVH shall be beautiful and glorious, and the fruit of the land shall be excellent and beautiful for those that remain of Israel. And it will come to pass that he that remains in Zion and he that remains in Jerusalem shall be called holy, everyone in Jerusalem that is written to life. For YHVH will create upon every dwelling place of Mount Zion and upon her assemblies a cloud and smoke by day, and the shining of a flaming fire by night. There shall be a marriage canopy and there shall be a tabernacle for a shadow in the daytime from the heat and for a place of refuge and cover from the storm and from the rain, 4-2-6. The Radak explains that the plant this is Messiah. Rashi explains the fruit of the land are those Zogmu who are the fruit of the tree of life. The Radak says with the arrival of Messiah man will rejoice in the creation. Then Messiah will be victorious in the war against Gog. Then there will be peace and quiet in the earth, and the world will be in awe. After this his genius and beauty will be revealed on the nations. Rashi says the chuppah, marriage canopy, on the people will be the Shechina. The Radak explains first there will be a cloud of glory of mercy in Miskanet, tabernacles, and in the holy temple. The Zohar says the temple will be built before the exiles are gathered. So that the Shechina first returns to the Mikdash. But if we are then only returning from exile the cloud of glory will be seen on the wise, great in Shesij. In the day will be a cloud and burning and at night a glowing consuming fire, like there was with a tabernacle in the desert. The Vilnagon explains that the smoke and glowing consuming fire is like at Mount Sinai during the giving of the Torah. The cloud prevents one from looking on the glory of God as none can look and live. The Sukkah, tabernacle, will be shaded by day to protect from the burning heat of the sun and from the sword. The Scotch, roof of the Sukkah, will be the cloud of glory. Explaining further we turn to the Gomorrah in Tractate Baba Metzia 5 where Rabbah says in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that the Holy One in the future will make a sukkah for the righteous to protect from the sun, and it will be made of the skin of the Leviathan. If a man will be worthy a sukkah will be made for him, if not a mere covering, if he is not worthy of this a necklace will be made for him, if he doesn't merit this a amulet will be made for him. The rest of the Leviathan will be spread out over the hills of Jerusalem by the Holy One, and its splendor will shine from one end of the world to the other as it is written the nations shall rise in your light and kings in the brightness of your rising. Also concerning the Leviathan Rabbah said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan the Holy One in the future will make a feast of the flesh of the Leviathan. Rav Dimi said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan the angel Gabriel will in the future hunt the Leviathan, and if the Holy One does not help him, he will not be able to prevail over him. Now we will look upon the future of the nations who come upon Jerusalem, the prophet Isaiah states. And on this mountain shall YHVH's thought make to all the peoples a feast of fat things. A feast of wines on the lees of fat things, of marrow of wines on lees well refined. He shall destroy in this mountain the covering that is cast over the nations. He shall destroy death forever and Adonia YHVH will wipe away tears from all faces. The insult of the people he will take away of all the earth for YHVH has spoken it. 25-6. The Metsudat David says all the nations will go up to war against Israel. The Radak explains that the feast spoken of here is a metaphor. This is God's feast. The nations will each kill his comrade. Each will raise his hand to his neighbor. The Radak says on the holy mountain God will drink a cup and its contents, 
meaning all the nations that siege Jerusalem. The Metsudat David says the covering over Gog that is as a shield to them will be removed, by this they will fall. The Radak explains from the words destroy death, that no longer will the nations harm Israel. The prophet Amos continues to describe how God will deal with the nations, and also Israel's inheritance of the nations. On that day I will raise up the tabernacle of David that has fallen and repair its breaches, and I will raise up his ruins and build it as in days of old. That they may possess the remnant of Edom and of all the nations that are called by my name, says YHVH who does this. Rashi tells us the house of David that has fallen this refers to the re-establishment of the royal house of David over God's people Israel. The Metsudat David adds that the kingship of David will be as in days of old. The Radak explains the inheritance of Edom and the nations by saying we will inherit our enemies, those who hate us, being Edom, the Palestine, Palestinian, Moab and Ammon. This will be like in the times of King David when he conquered Edom. Inheritance of only the remnant of the nations is spoken of here because this is all that will be left after the massive destruction because of the anger of God against the nations that did evil to Israel. Metzedat David tells us the nations will come to serve Israel. As we see this shall be a difficult time for the nations, but do not be mistaken to think that this will be a carefree time for Israel. We have seen how God will miraculously protect the righteous, pious, great and those who fear His name. Now we shall look at the words of Isaiah to understand the difficulty of these times. On that day shall the glory of Jacob shall be made thin and his flesh shall become lean. 17-4. The Radak explains in this time will be revealed the ten tribes that were lost to us till now. This is the glory of Jacob. But this glory will be thinned by the glory of the nation of Asher, Iran. Israel will feel rich for a moment from the gatherings of the exiles, but the glorious feeling will not last because of the trouble of Iran. Isaiah continues. At that day shall a man look to his Maker, and his eyes shall have regard to the Holy One of Israel, 17-7. The Metsudat David says man will come to trust in God, because there will be no place else to turn. The prophet Isaiah states. For the day of YHVH shall be upon every one that is proud and lofty, and every one that is lifted up shall be brought low, 2-12. The Radak explains in the day of God all will recognize his kingship, by this the arrogant will be brought low. Now that we have looked externally at what will happen. Now we shall look at what will happen internally, spiritually to the Hebrew people, the nations around us and the world itself according to the prophesy of Jeremiah. Behold I will gather them out of all the countries I have scattered them in my anger, and in my fury and in great wrath. I will bring them back to this place. I will cause them to dwell safely. They will be my people and I will be their God. I will give them one heart and one way. That they may fear me forever for their good, and that of their children after them. I will make an everlasting covenant with them. I will not turn away from doing good to them, but I will put my fear in their hearts and they shall not turn aside from me. I will rejoice over them to do them good, and I will truly plant them in this land with my whole heart and my whole soul. Thus says YHVH just as I have brought all this great evil on this people. So will I bring upon them all the good that I have promised them, 32-37-43. Rashi says we will be gathered together in mercy from all places. The Metsudat David explains Israel will be as one heart, meaning there will be no more doubt, and they will not ignore any of my words to desecrate them, but all as one will go in the way of the fear of God for all days forevermore. Now we have looked at how Jeremiah describes the changes that take place in the hearts of God's children Israel. Now we shall look for further clarification in this matter from the prophet Ezekiel. For I will gather you from all the nations and take you from all the countries, and bring you into your own land. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you shall be clean from all of your uncleanness, and from your idols I will cleanse you. A new heart I will give you. A new spirit I will put in you, I will take the stony heart out of your flesh. 
I will give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to follow my statutes and keep my judgments to do them. You will dwell in the land I gave to your fathers. You will be my people and I will be your God. I will save you from your uncleanness. I will call the corn and make it abundant. You will no more receive the reproach of famine among the nations, 36 24-30. The Radak explains I will sprinkle purifying water on you and you shall be clean, just as those who are impure become pure by immersing in the pure water of a mikveh, so too those who sin and are impure from iniquity will be purified in atonement. Explaining I will put a new heart and new spirit within you the Radak says that there shall be to them a heart that hears and a ruach, spirit, that is true to receive the words of the blessed one in love. The heart and spirit will be in awe. The Metsudat David say God's name will be sanctified when he takes us from the nations. Concerning the purifying water we learn we will receive atonement from our iniquities, and there will pass away the impurity of our sin and the sprinkling of the ashes of the red heifer, purifying us from the impurity of death. The aspect of new heart is described by the Metsudat David as upright and driven to fulfill a will that is good. From the new spirit there will return prophecy, which has been missing all the days of exile. With the renewal of prophecy is the coming of the forbearer of the Messiah as described in the words of the prophet Malachi. Behold I will send my messenger and he shall clear the way before me, and Adon who you seek shall suddenly come into his temple, and the messenger of the covenant whom you delight in. Behold he shall come says YHVH Tzvat. Who shall abide the day of his coming? Who shall stand when he appears? For he is like the refiner's fire, like the washer's soap. He shall sit as a refiner and purifier of silver, and shall purify the sons of Levi, and purge them as silver and gold that they may offer to YHVH an offering in righteousness. Then shall the offerings of Yehudah and Jerusalem be pleasant to YHVH as in days of old and former years, 3-1-4. 1. 1 Zohar Parsha Truma P.130 B. 2. 2 Zohar Barashid P.117 B. 3. 3 Givurah God Chapter 18. 4. 4 Seder Arikamatsuro Midrashim P.70. 5. 5 Tractate Bava Batra 74b, Zohar Chaya Sarah P28. You can read and down. Load your free copy of. This book at this link. The message. The souls speak. You will be amazed. I offer to you the. The souls speak. The book is 88 pages and covers a few case studies of the work of our Yuida did helping souls trapped between worlds. He was my teacher's teacher. Also is included some basic information on how to do this type of work. One very interesting case involves the soul of the false messiah Shabtaisvi. This is translated from my teacher's teacher's book Minchat Yeda, this describes his work saving people's lives and saving souls from peril. In the year 1915, 5675, on the 15th of Elul there came to me a young girl 17 years old named Katan Bataziza. She told me she was an orphan as her father had died. A year before her mother went to Persia to visit her brother there, as he was ill. She left me, my younger brother and sister with our aunt. My mom's sister. She was angry very much consumed in anger and regrets. Katan found it difficult to handle her aunt's anger and curses. She wanted to leave the house for good. As she was so troubled by her. To add to my troubles in Elul after Shabbat I cried and wailed on my bed with all my body concerning my bad fortune. Then all of a sudden I felt like a giant cat had fell between my shoulders, like a great cut had entered my flesh. After it felt as if it had entered my left arm. My arm became very heavy. To the point I was no longer able to move it. From that day my arm only hung down. I trembled at times and my eyes rolled up and down. My feet would move from side to side. At times I would walk back and forth and back and forth. 
When I laid down on my bed I was not able to sleep as I heard the sound of a hammer striking. When my mother returned we went together to a Arab mystic. After going to him many times he told us that I have a very strong demon within me. He tried but was unable to remove it from me. After this I wanted the grave of Yuashua the Kohen Gadol, high priest, and prayed there a lot. I began to tremble greatly. I saw a man of great honor, dressed in white. I was unable to speak with my mouth. He stood about four feet from me he did not speak. Katan cried over her life, and the shattered heart in her midst. To bring mercy upon her I did Yeshudim, meditations of divine names, upon the spirit. The spirit then began to express thoughts in speech and screaming. The spirit said that she was a harlot. I asked her name. She did not want to say. After many times doing the Yeshudim on the 19th of Kislev she finally said her name was Rosa. She told me that in the time she was dying the demon Lily came to her. This caused her soul to be troubled very much. She said my soul wanted to escape from my body, before Lily could come close. Lily put a sword to my throat. By this there went out my soul from my body. There then came to my soul five angels of rage. They stood by my head and asked what is your name? They had come to strike my body to purify it for three days and nights with rods of fire. Then there came another angel who I remember also appeared as an angel of rage. It was he who took my soul from its grave and struck it with a big hit, by this striking my soul was propelled in the calf hakele, hallow of the sling, thrown until it reached the entrance of the supernal court in the firmament. I stood there naked as the day I was born. Two angels came out from the supernal court. They gave me a shirt that was black and white and another garment to cover below my waist. Then I was brought before the court. It was a court of three judges. The greatest of them sat in the middle. Their faces shinned as great as the sun. The court asked me what is the name of your father and mother. I did not want to answer them. Then the officers of the court struck me with lashes of remembrance, until I could endure no more. The first blow made me feel like a spark from a fire. The second blow made me as a burning coal and the third made me as dust. Then the court enlivened me and I told them my father and mother's name. It was made known to me I had been incarnated in a man living in Basra, Iraq. He was evil and wicked and did not resist any lust and abomination he could do. In the end of his days he changed his religion and became a Muslim. After he died he was made into an evil spirit that entered into the body of a woman. All is revealed before the supernal court, even all that is hidden in one's heart. There is nothing that is concealed from them. After they gave me a document, it was not like a document of this world. I opened it and it spoke to me. I read in it and I could speak to them. But I did not know what to say. The first judgment concerns the learning of Torah. This is seen by the one who is given the document but they are unable to read it. They are then asked why they did not learn Torah. According to one's preparation from learning of Torah they are they able to read their document given to them by the supernal court. In this document is listed all of one's transgressions and abominations that they did while they were alive. You do not want to have to trouble the court to have them read it to you. The court will tell you what is not written there. Atonement comes from the embarrassment you will feel, if they have to read it to you. I told them that I had sex with some one man I was not married to. They asked me how many times during the five years of the relationship I did have sex. I said I did not know for certain 50 or 60 times. The head judge of the court answered and said it was 100 times. I explained to them I had done these things because it was the way I thought. They told me not to speak. To say nothing else. Then for 100 years I had to go with the angels of rage wherever they commanded me to walk. They warned me not to disobey, and not to change what they said. Then they returned me to the supernal court to receive my judgment. They had me swear in the great name that I would not transgress upon what they say. They called four angels of rage and said these shall be over, in charge of you. One on each of the four sides, of the world. 
Then the angels took me to a scary desert full of snakes, scorpions, dogs and evil beasts of many different kinds. They were all spiritual, entities. All souls who pass this way tremble. In the desert I was given twenty-seven lashes a day. They walked me in another desert which no eye has seen. I did not know how to walk there alone. They ruled that I had to chop wood. I was brought to another court. It was in the lower half of the supernal firmament. In this court are ministers who are in charge of punishment. To then was given my accounting. The ministers in this second court are different than those in the first. They made judgment concerning my punishment. Then they gave me to four angels of rage. They took me to the desert again and gave me seventeen lashes every night. When I chopped wood it was like chopping my own flesh. The wood there is not like the wood of this world. All the time I was chopping wood it was opening up the flesh in my shoulder. If I ran out of wood I was under order of the supernal court to go back into the desert and get more. The wood I cut I had to return to the court to burn. The angels of rage went with me. Each year after I finished my sentence of wood cutting is ordered by the supernal court of the firmament. I then entered the second court. There is a third court in the atmosphere below the firmament where there is written the document as the years passed of my punishment, how many years were left for me. Any who come to this supernal court have punishment and lashes. In all the days of the week these souls have no rest. Except on the sixth day of the week at the sixth hour. At that time we are bound in chains and there stands around us angels of rage who guard us till after the Sabbath has concluded. There are also winged angels who sit and tell each other concerning the works of the wicked. Their evil guile they worked while they are alive and then the punishments that the supernal court has ruled upon them. Even on the Sabbath we have no joy. As then we remember our suffering that we endured during the past week, and we think about the punishments and suffering that are about to come upon us in the future as soon as the Sabbath is over. We feel a little relief when the Kaddish, prayer for the dead, is said for us, but few know how to say it. All the souls here are naked as in the day they were born. Everywhere I look I see groups of souls who transgressed sexually. God does not embarrass the wicked before each other. There is a separate place for those who transgress different transgressions. I was punished for my sexual activity. I do not know what is done in other places. Those here who are chained to dogs are incarnated next time as a dog. It was ruled concerning me that I should be in the place of evil beasts. After that I was sent for seven years to swim at the beach. For two years I had to hover over the graves of the city where I was born Baghdad. Hovering over the graves of the dead is the worst suffering, as there rises up guilt and regrets. I saw my soul hovering over a grave screaming in a great voice. I was suffering greatly from the evil scent. It was ruled upon me that I had to fly in the atmosphere of the firmament at a height of 40 years. You can read and down. Load your free copy of. This book at this link. The Souls Speak. I have it printed in the Holy Land. The Zohar on the song that contains all songs-song of songs. In this book is explored one of the wisest of all writing ever written. The song that contains all songs the song of songs of King Solomon the wisest man who ever lived. Everything is in the song of songs it includes the entire Torah. Within it is the work of creation, mystery of the Avo, exile of Egypt, song of the sea, revelation of Sinai, wanderings in the desert, entering the land of Israel, building of the temple, crowning of the name and joy, exile among the nations, redemption, resurrection and everything else till the great Shabbat of the God. To open up the Song of Songs we bring all the explanations found in the Holy Zohar. By putting the different commentaries together found spread throughout the Zohar on its verses. We come to the depth of the matter. Each time by these insights in mind when one then reads the Song of Songs one is brought into a new reality. You can read and down. Load your free copy of. This book at this link. The Zohar on the song that contains all songs-song of songs. This is a very important book.
You can read and down. Load your free copy of this book at this link. To fill in, the owner's manual. Also is included this explicit Kabbalistic text with this book. To fill in Mayforash 2. This book explains what Teflon do and how to turn them on. Make them work. It is 50 pages of wisdom found nowhere else. This book is written in English, and has accompanying text with additional Hebrew concepts. There are many secrets contained. If you have Teflon or want it you need this book. The donate PayPal button on this. More book to come. This. Book takes you on a tour. Of the levels of your. Soul. The five levels. Mentioned in the Bible. Explaining the function. Of each level and what. You have to do to gain. These soul levels and. Awareness of then and. They're guarding. You can read and. Download this valuable. Book at this. Link. Levels of the soul. Leave a comment. Thank you all. For your support. Leave a comment. The infinite wisdom. You need to see, learn these books. I am very glad to be able to offer you another special gift dash dash. Reincarnation and its secrets. My book. Reincarnation and its secrets. This book reveals the traditions of reincarnation from all the generations from all the greatest sages and lesser known ones including the Holy R.I., Rama K., Ramcha L., Mishnat Shasadim, Rabbi Moshe Mano and much more. Secret of Gilgul B.H. Teachings Concerning Gilgul Reincarnation, the teachings concerning Gilgul, reincarnation, are so deep kind vital called all. The chapters in Shar Hagilgulim Introductions, Introduction 1 Introduction 2 etc. There is no pen that will prove sufficient to record all the details of Gilgul in a book. Nevertheless, an understanding person will comprehend and make the necessary inferences on his own many of the teaching that follow were give by Eliyahu the Prophet to the Holy R.I., Shar Hagilgulim Introduction to Parsha Mishpatim begins and these are the judgments that you shall set before them. 1. Rabbi Shimon informs us that the judgments referred to in the above verse referred to the punishments involved in one's incarnation in this world. Everything is in measure and equality, to pay back to everyone in accordance with their sins. In general it's better not to have to come down here, it's better. Upstairs. There are two scales on which on which a soul is weighed one is the scale of the weight of righteousness while the other the weights of deception. Souls are captured and oppress man when man rules over man to his hurt. Zohar 3-287, when people do not behave properly, the left side of the tree, the evil side becomes dominant. All souls on the scales at that moment the left, the, evil side, acquires. SNI Lukat Ha Brit Veishlok. You can read and down. Load your free copy of. This book at this link. Reincarnation and its secrets. I am very glad to be able to offer you another special gift dash dash. Here is a commentary on the whole Torah, on all four levels of Pardes on all 53 Parsha of the Torah, dash. Great Shabbat reading dash please. Print IT before Shabbat. Enjoy.